You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the People's Bishop and Pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 55498. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, here's today's life-giving message. Come on, lift your Bibles out. Let's make our confession of faith together. Let's make our confession of faith together. Somebody say, I need a word from the Lord. Come on. The confession of faith is coming up at the bottom of the screen. This is the last time you're going to say it this way uh, because next year, which is in a few hours, we're going to say it another way. Let's say it together. I'm in my year of jubilee. I'm expecting celebration, emancipation, and restoration every day in Jesus' name. Amen. So God, we say, have your way. Get the glory out of everything now. We tell you that we are open and we are ready tonight, God. We need you to speak with power. We need you to speak with authority. And we need you to speak with clarity tonight as we prepare to end one year and turn the chapter on the next year, God. I pray that we would end this year strong in the name of Jesus. I pray that we would end this year with revelation about everything that was supposed to happen over the last 12 months. We would end this year with revelation about everything that was supposed to go on. But then we'd end this year, Father, with excitement about what's ahead of us. We believe that the next year will be the best year of our lives yet in the name of Jesus. And what we did not accomplish in 2023, we will accomplish it well in 2024. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Can I get you to release a praise if you're excited about your next I said, if you were excited about your next, uh, come on, do me a favor. Look at somebody and say, God's about to do more. 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 This is the last message in our series, I or Lack Nothing, and the introduction of the theme for what 2024 is going to be in your life. I teach in series at our research because I want you to get results in your life. Anything that you focus on for a prolonged period of time, you set yourself up to get results. Let me pause for the cause and parenthetically insert this principle. There are certain things God will let you go through multiple times to make sure that you get that thing. And I just want to talk to some of y'all that say, I'm tired of going through the same thing, but I bet you learned the lesson this year. God, I'm tired of being frustrated with the same thing, but I bet you learned the lesson this year. Anytime you have to repeat something, that means God says, I need to make sure that I lock this lesson in you. I need to make sure that you do not, watch me, you do not just go through it, but you grow through it. And I know there's got to be somebody beside me. You went through some things at 23 and you were like, I can't believe this is happening again. Good news, I learned that lesson. I'm not going to have to repeat that lesson next year. I wish you'd have five somebody say, I'm not repeating this next year. I'm not. So, so before prophesying what's in your next 12, let me explain your last 12. Because it's difficult to move forward if you don't understand where you are. Anytime you go into a mall, especially in Atlanta. Okay, maybe that's just been my experience, all right? I looked at the perimeter today. I said, y'all think it's Christmas around here, don't it? Watch me. Anytime you go into a mall, you go to the map, and on the map it'll say, you are here. If you don't know where you are, it's going to be difficult for you to figure out where you're headed. So let me explain the last 12 months of your life. 2023 has been a year of jubilee. These happen once every 50 years. This means you'll, watch me, you'll never have another year like this again. And here's why that's a good thing. Because while it was an amazing year, let's tell the truth. This year had a whole lot of hell that we had to go through. 
while it was a blessed year you had a whole lot of burdens you had to deal with while it was a favorable year you had a whole lot that frustrated you in this year Leviticus 25 10 says the 50th year you shall proclaim liberty and it shall be a jubilee for you and I taught you 12 months ago if you were connected I taught you 12 months ago that a jubilee year represents three things everybody say three things three things Number one, it's a year of celebration. Let's be honest. This year has been a win or win for you. There was no loss for you, even if it felt like it. Feelings are not facts, so you cannot let what you felt about it remove the fact that the truth is it was a one. Well, Bishop, they, they left me. You won, baby, because you ain't got to waste your time with somebody that wants you. Y'all ain't going to talk. Well, well, Bishop, they fired me. It was a win, baby. You didn't like the job. No, how? You were just... Y'all ain't gonna talk to me? Well, ask me. Well, Bishop, I got family drama. It was a win because it finally revealed to you no matter what you do, some people are simply not gonna change. So in 2023, you know what you did? You started celebrating that I can't change my brother, can't change my sister, can't change my cousin, can't change my mama. So I'm just gonna focus on me. I Number two, it was a year of emancipation. And emancipation means that there would be no ungodly restrictions. Let's be honest. In 2023, there are some things you had to break out of. There are some restrictions you put on yourself that 2023 had to get you free from. For some of you, you took bold steps of faith you thought you'd never take. You trusted in a way you thought you'd never trust. Some of you moved in 23. You thought you'd never do it. Some of you tried something new in 23. Because in 23, you have to get rid of ungodly restrictions. And sometimes, the only way that you get rid of the restriction is that God gives you a taste of what freedom looks like. And sometimes, it's my exposure that creates my emancipation. So when I see greater, I want greater. When I see more, I want more. When I see that there's something bigger and better than what I've been doing, it gets me excited about the fact that I don't have to stay stuck. I need you to make sure you sit next to somebody that's emancipated. Watch well, me, slaves and emancipated people act very differently. Because an emancipated person says, I remember when I couldn't, but I'm thankful that I came today. Every emancipated person on three, you want to release a praise in this building. One, two, three, go. Yep, I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. Dr. King said, free at last. Free at last. Thank God Almighty. What? You don't care what they think anymore? You don't care about their opinion anymore? You don't care if they got an attitude no more? You don't care who don't like you no more? I am finally Number three. A year of Jubilee is a year of restoration. And restoration means better than before. When God restores something, he doesn't give it back to you the way that it was. He gives it back to you better than it was before. Let's be honest. The thing that God has restored most this year, look at me, is you. He took you, broke you, then gave you back better than you were before. I know I'm not the only one that can say, I may not be where I want to be, but if I look back 12 months ago, I'm better than I was. He restored me. For some of you, you ain't been in church in years, but you've been at these interest services. He restored you. You haven't worshipped in years, but you've been worshipping. He restored you. Come on, somebody say, I'm better, I'm better, I'm better, I'm better. Atlanta, talk to me with authority. Say, I'm better, I'm better, I'm better, I'm better. Had, had what happened yesterday happened 12 months ago, you would have slapped the taste up outside of somebody's mouth. But this year, you just said, I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise will continue to be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord, and the others shall heal thereof and be glad. Say celebration, emancipation, restoration. Say celebration, emancipation, restoration. For those of us that are on the East Coast, in five hours, say five. 
in five hours, you're about to get 52 new weeks, 365 new days, 8,765 new hours, 525,949 new minutes, 31,556,926 new seconds. Hear me, you are at the dawning, watch me, of a new beginning. You are at the dawning of a fresh start. And here's what I love about it. I don't care what didn't go right in 23. You about to kill that thing in 24. I don't care what wore you out in 23. You about to reverse that thing and wear that thing out in 24. So all this month in this series, I've been teaching you from 2 Peter 1.3, which says, it's on the screen, his divine power has given us everything we need, which means this is past tense. So everything we need, we already have. It has given us everything we need for what? Life and godliness through the knowledge of him. That's the operative part of the verse. And in fact, it is the most poignant part of the verse. It's the coup de grace, as they would say, in French of the verse. Because watch me, I only know what I have through him. See, why do we come to church? Why do I do these daily pop-ups for those of you that are connected? Why do we do these podcasts? Why do we get on planes, trains, and automobiles to be in Denver and Atlanta doing all this kind of stuff? Why, 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 why do we do all of this? Because the more I learn about him, the more I learn about me. But the more I learn about me, the more I learn about what I have. It's kind of like when you get something. If you ever got a credit card, there's certain levels of credit card that come with benefits, watch me, that have already built in the price. The benefits are there. I'll say it another way. There's a certain level of credit card that you can get that it comes with benefits that you don't have to pay extra for because it already comes with the card. But if you don't know what you have, you'll go buy something that you didn't have to spend money on because you didn't know what you had. I came to tell some of y'all, you've been doing a lot of extra to get what you already had. Y'all ain't gonna talk. You, you've been jumping through hoops for people to prove something to them when you already had people who believed in you in the first place. I wish... Through the knowledge of him, through the knowledge of him, which means the more I learn about him, the more I learn about me. The more I learn about what I have, the more I learn about me, which means I can't learn about me and what I have if I don't have the knowledge of him. Here's the problem we have. We have a whole world that wants to have a great and godly life. Watch me. But they don't want to do it with him. So they'll, watch me, they bite off of our principles. I'm manifesting. Baby, that ain't nothing but Bible. You didn't manifest nothing. You call things to be not as though they were. That's Bible. That ain't no special knowledge you got. You and your infinity stones ain't got no special knowledge. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing. You and whatever you burning in your house ain't got no special knowledge. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. You ready? It's through the knowledge of him. Lift your hands, open up your mouth, say, God, I'm glad I know you. God, I'm glad I know you. God, I'm glad I know you. God, I'm, I'm so glad you didn't let the devil get me. I'm so glad, watch me, my search is over. I'm not looking for another God. I'm not looking for another provider. I'm not, I don't need to hear what Islam got to say. I don't know, why are you not lifting your hands? Lift your hands in the building and go line and tell them, say, God, I'm glad I know you. I'm glad I know you. I, I, I don't need a Hebrew Israelite to tell me who I am. I know who I am. I don't need another belief system to tell me who I am. A TikTok video can't make me doubt my God. A YouTube video can't make me doubt my God. If I never read the Bible, I can read my life, and my life tells me that he is real. Is there anybody that if you never read about a miracle, all you got to do is look at your own life and say, I know that he still works miracles. Because when you look back over certain situations in your life, you can say, let's just use it. I know it's not good English, but didn't nobody do this but God. He has given us everything we need for life and godliness through the knowledge of him. So what have I taught you all this month? You already have everything you need. Say, I already have it. For a great and a godly life, but it's in seed form. Let me pause for the cause to focus on the great. Because many Christians find, watch me, pleasure 
in the gutter. Okay. In fact, there are people who will teach that the more holy or the more spiritual you are, the more gutter you should be. The devil is a liar, and so is that. He didn't save you from hell for you to just have to live in pure de-hell every day of your life. Now, great doesn't mean challenges. It just means when I add up the challenges, it's still great. Great don't mean there's no frustrations, but when I look at my frustrations, it's still great. You're going to catch it in a minute. Great doesn't mean that I'm not going to have some days that I doubt and some days that I don't believe, but when I add all of that up, it's still great. Touch your neighbor and say, you're going to have a great life. Tell them. Uh-uh, uh-uh. When you tell them that, they should put a praise behind that. Our faith is at about a six in this building. I needed to get to a 10 before I'm done. Because for some of y'all, watch me, this 24, watch me, it's going to come out the gate swinging. Watch me, but it ain't going to be the devil at you. It's going to be you at the year. I need you to touch somebody, please, and tell them, so you're about to have a great life. You were not created to just pay bills, have babies, and die. You were not created just to struggle over and over and over and over again. But you were born to rule and to reign and to conquer and subdue. Let's go. Everything we need, we already have in seed form. Four seeds God gives us. Number one, your mind. Your mind, watch me, your mind is so powerful that your thoughts can produce something for you. Let me teach you. As a man thinks in his heart, which means mind, so is he. Which means I become what I think I am. Which means, watch me, there's certain things I don't have to struggle with if I just think different about myself. See, for some of y'all, watch me, you, you've been taught negative stuff about yourself your whole life. You're stupid. You're too dark. You're too light. You're ugly. You're this. You're that. You're going to be just like your daddy. You're going to be this. You're going to be that. And so now you have these thoughts that end up creating, watch me, and becoming self-fulfilling prophecies. Because as a man thinks, so is he. As a man thinks, so is he. Which means I'll become what I think about. So if I change my thoughts, I'll change what I become. Which means, watch me, for some of you, your thoughts are about to get you out of that trap. Your mind is about to get you out of the mess that you felt like you were. Because you're about to start thinking thoughts like how God thinks about you. Come here, Jeremiah 29 and 11. And I know the thoughts that I have for you to give you a hope and a future. You know why people get depressed? Because they lose hope for their future. You know why people get upset? They, get, they lose hope for their future. You know why people make stupid decisions in their present and de- have disregard for their future? It's because they have no hope. But I pray that your thoughts be thoughts like God thinks towards you. You will not see yourself as a grasshopper. You will not see yourself as a failure. You will not see yourself as less than. Uh Uh-oh. You will not see yourself as having to settle because that's what they want to offer. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. Number two. Let's go. Number two. Number two. Your mouth. What comes out of your mouth is a seed. Numbers 14, 28 says, and I will give you exactly what I heard you say. This is why in church I have you to say so much. And some of y'all, I get it. You're not used to it, but I need you to get used to it because that's the way it works, okay? That's the way, that, that's the way we roll around, around here, okay? You're going to say something, which is why you're about to see something. Here's what a lot of Christians do. When the Lord knows what I need, then why pray? When the Lord knows what I want, then why, te- why does he say, then tell me what you desire? Why, why does he then say, make your request made known unto God? Why? Because he, we are in the image and likeness of God. Can I teach? We're in the image and the likeness of God. Image means we reflect his image. Well, what's his image? He's a spirit. Which means, watch me, uh, the real you is not this body, yada, yada. No, the real you is a spirit. That's your subconscious mind. 
that possesses a soul. That's your conscious mind, thoughts, will, and emotions, and you live in a physical body. Pay attention, which means the real you, watch me, we only see based on what you say that manifests in your life. Watch me, we've never seen the Lord, but when we look around, we see the Lord. So for some of you, watch me, watch me, you're about to start creating with your confession and you're about to start manifesting with your mouth and you're about to start creating based on what comes out of your mouth because we are speaking spirit. So we're a spirit. We're in his image and his likeness, which means whatever he does, we're supposed to imitate that question. How many animals did he create? None. He spoke them. How many trees did he make? None. He spoke it. So watch me while you're proud of how hard you work. In which that's good. It's good to have a good work ethic. What would happen if in 2024 you started speaking what you wanted to see? Okay. Okay. I, I got one person that believes it. See, watch me. How do you know your family's going to get saved in 24? Because I said it. And I'll see what I said. How do you know that your body's going to be healed in 24? It ain't happened all year. Well, what he hasn't done in years, he can do in one day. I'll see what it is that I said. Number three. Number three, number three, your movement, your actions. Every movement, every action is a seed. Uh, this is why God did things like tell Joshua. He said, Joshua, wherever the sole of your foot shall tread. He says, so Joshua, here's what you have to do. You're going to have to walk up on it. Then you have to put your foot on it. And before I actually give it to you, you watch me. You have to move in that direction. Okay, let me see if I can make it practical. So you applied for the job, but I need you to dress for what you applied for. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me? Can I go sit down to me? All right, watch me, watch me. You, you asked for a godly spouse, so now I need your movements to match how spouses act. Because spouses act very different than video girls. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. Spouses act very different than men that's out there just trying to be a... I wish I had some people in the building that recognize heaven responds to your movements. And your movement is a seed. Okay, so why ask God for... And I'm giving you pragmatic things. Why ask God... I'm believing for a house. Okay. Well, do you need to go put your foot on some houses? When I looked at it on Zillow, I need you to get in your car and go walk in it and then look at it and determine, is this what I want or do I want more? You said, Bishop, I don't have a down payment. That's what makes it faith. <laughs> but Bishop, I don't have the credit. That's what makes it faith. It's not faith if you got it all figured out. It's faith when you're like, the only thing I'm doing is putting my foot on this thing. And for some of y'all, you need to take some trips just to put your foot on some stuff. You need to go in your kid's room and just put your foot down in their room. You Number four, number four, number four, number four, number four, your money. What you do with your money is a seed. Say it's a seed. It's a seed. It's a seed. Okay. Many people pray for financial increase, but the truth is the Bible never commands that we do that. We sow for financial increase. So if I want to increase, I got to release. So we get a surplus of what we sow. And I taught you over this month that you have to, you have to give a yes in all four. Say a yes in all four. I sold you um, on Christmas Eve, I, and, then, and then the following message, I sold you Mary. Mary, the mother of Jesus. Uh, Mary gave God a yes. How many of y'all grew up old school church? Baby, you grew up old school church. Remember when they tell you, say, yes, Lord? And then you say, yes, Lord, and then what would you do? Yes, Lord. Now, let me tell you the power of your yes. is because your yes is going to get you more. Now, please listen carefully right through here. This is when the message really starts to take its turn. Watch me. In Luke 1, 27, we're just coming off of the Christmas season. I taught you about that last Sunday. Mary had to give God a yes. But most of us, the imagery that you have of Mary isn't the real story. 
You see Mary as this innocent little girl. Mary had a little lamb. Little lamb. Little lamb. Mary had a little lamb. And uh-uh, I'm going to show you the real Mary. Oh, because there was something about Mary. Ready? So there's a virgin. Here it is. That was pledged in marriage to a man named Joseph. Pledged in marriage means her and Joseph have their own plans. And I came to tell some of you, God needs you to make plans. Watch me, but he's about to interrupt them. He can't exceed something if you don't give him something to work with. So I need you to plan it out. I need you to write it out. I need you to do all of what you're going to do. But God says, now give me that, but I'm about to exceed that. She's pledged in marriage to a man named Joseph. Say Joseph. Joseph's name in Hebrew means increase, shut your mouth, which means she's engaged to increase. I'll say it another way. That means she's connected to increase. I'll say it another way, which means when she was looking, she didn't look for somebody on her level. Oh my God. She wasn't looking for somebody that reflected her past. When she was looking, she said, I need somebody that's going to be able to increase me. And I prophesy over your 24th, you're about to be attached to some Joseph people. I need some people around me that's going to increase me. I need some people around me that are going to take me up. I don't need nobody pulling me down. I don't need no leeches. I don't need nobody just taking from me. I need to be connected to some Joseph. Would you touch three people and tell them, say, I'm a Joseph. I'm a Joseph. I'm a Joseph. I'm a Joseph. I'm increased. When I show up, people get better. When you're in their life, people get better. And let me just help some of y'all because you're such a Joseph that God will put you in the lives of people that are less than. And watch me. And you'll make them. And they won't thank you for making them. They won't thank you for helping them. But that's part of your assignment. Your assignment is to Joseph is to make people and then move to the next. I'm going to back it up and say it again. For some of you, your assignment is you will spend your life Watch me, making people better. They will never say thank you. They will never appreciate it. They'll get on social media and act like they did that. Y'all ain't gonna say that. They'll act like they did that. And you're like, I, 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 you didn't even know what this word meant until I taught you what this word meant. But you're such a Joseph that watch me, part of your assignment is life is that you will go from person to person to person and you will make them better. Watch me. And they'll never be able to pay you back, which is why God sometimes won't even let them say thank you to you. It's so that you stay focused on the Lord and you keep your assignment movement. Because everywhere Joseph went, things got better. And I'm going to tell some of y'all, you're so anointed that even if you got to start over, even in your start over, it's going to be better. You ready? Joseph, Joseph is thrown into the pit. He makes the pit better. Joseph is, goes to Potiphar's house, one of Pharaoh's generals. He makes the house better. Joseph goes to prison. The ward makes him the warden of the prison. I'll say it again because you missed it. The ward makes him the warden of the prison. He makes the prison better. He interprets Pharaoh's dream. Pharaoh says, I don't know who could do this except you. So Joseph gets a position created for him. You ready? Joseph gets a position created for him. This is why for every Joseph, we don't quite fit in no box. I'll preach my own self happy. Let me talk to my own life family. We don't quite fit in a box. So when you're looking at stuff to apply for, you're like, eh, it's not that, eh, it's not that, it's not that. When you're a Joseph, sometimes you can struggle to focus because you're good at a whole lot. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. She's a virgin. We talk about Mary. And she's pledged. She's pledged to a man named Joseph. They have their own plans. Now, here's your, here's your, here's your ideology of Mary. That she's just this little innocent girl just walking around. Oh, blessed be the Lord. No. Her name means she desires a child. 
which means Mary desires more. Mary's like, I want, watch me, I'm grateful for the house I'm in, but I want out. Okay, okay, you know, you know, listen, you know, listen, you know, listen, you know, listen, you know, listen. Because if she desires a child in Hebrew culture, what does she really desire? To be married. Watch me. Which means Mary says, there's something that's in me that knows that there's more to me than what I've been boxed into. Is there anybody in the building or online besides me? Well, you're grateful for everything you're doing. You're appreciative for everything you're doing. But there's still something in you that says there's got to be. She desires a child, which means more. But notice the turn. Watch the turn. Her name means rebel. Her name means bitter. Which means to get more, she becomes rebellious, which leaves her with bitterness. Bitterness is the residue of a painful experience. So let me repaint and represent Mary to you because Mary wasn't this innocent girl. Mary had started wilding out while she was waiting for more. Mary started dating anybody. Y'all ain't gonna talk because she was searching for more. Mary became rebellious and bitter. It's in fact where we get the name Miriam, which was the sister of Moses. It means rebellious. It means bitter stream. So Mary, because she desired more, she did something crazy to get it. And here's what's crazy. Let me help every parent. Sometimes you'll say, my child is rebelling. Can I tell you that's because there's something in them that desires more. My child is acting crazy right now, but I don't know what they're doing. They're rebelling. Ask me, but that's only because something in them desires more. See, you got a leader in there that doesn't know what to do with the leadership ability that they have. So she rebels and watch me, and now she's bitter. So take this out. Let me repaint her and let me represent her. She's a bitter woman that's walking around desiring more. And I want you to listen carefully. Verse 28. This is the one God appeared to. Not the perfect one. Not the one that did everything right. Not the one that never made any mistakes. Not the one, watch me, that was minus goody two shows. No, he appeared to the one that was wilding out. Let's talk. Is there anybody in the building or online where you've had some days in your life where out of your desire for more, you rebelled? Out of your desire for more, you got into some painful situations that ended up leaving you bitter. For everybody that's not been perfect with no music, I want to hear your worship right there. Go. If you've not been perfect, if you've been perfect, please don't say nothing. Be quiet. The rest of us. This is the one he appears to. This is the one he appears to. Which means, watch me, perfection isn't the prerequisite. He appears to the one. Oh God, I'm trying to keep it as. He appears to the one. Watch me. That everybody else is looking at like, why would you pick her? He, He appears to the one that's like, couldn't you get somebody better than her to do this? Couldn't you get somebody that's not wilding out like she's wilding out? Couldn't you get somebody that didn't, watch me, that didn't quit at one point? Couldn't you get somebody that, watch me, has always, no, 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 no. The angel appeared to her. Somebody said, he's appearing to me. And he said to her, greetings. What up, though? You who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Okay, let's go, let's go, let's go. Why does he need to tell her she's highly favored? 
because it seems like her life has been unfair because I desire more but you won't give it to me I desire more watch me so I had to rebel and I had to start doing crazy stuff because there was something in me that wanted more and I only knew how to act a certain way and so this is what I thought I had to do to get what I wanted but then when I did it I figured out it didn't work Greetings, you who are highly favored. Elbow somebody, and if they don't look at you with some excitement, that's okay. Just reach around them and get somebody else. Elbow them, say, you are highly favored. Favor is enough. Highly favored means you in a class all by your... What is favor? Favor is when a superior leans to an inferior to bestow something they can't do for themselves. He said, Mary... Mary, oh Mary, we're about to do for you what you cannot do for yourself. Watch me. Now that you've rebelled and got that out of your system, now I'm ready to give you what you asked for. Now that you've made all of your stupid mistakes in 2023, I'm ready to give you what you asked for. Now that you've trusted the wrong people in 2023, I'm about to send the right people into... I ain't playing with y'all. I wish you touched three people and say you are highly favored. I had to get that out of me. 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 I had to get the rebellion out of me. I had to get my no out of me. I had to get that quit out of me. I had to get that give up out of me. I had to get that quit on God out of me. I had to give that no worshiping out of me. I had to get that not giving out of me. I had to get it out of me. And now God says you are highly Only after, only after she rebels and she goes through some stuff that's painful that makes her bitter. So now we understand why God lets you do something that he knew wasn't good. Because you needed to get that out of you. Now this shout, everybody can't shout on this one and it's totally okay. But for those of us that'll be honest, that over the last 12 months there's some, some stupid stuff. Some dumb stuff. Some crazy stuff. That must mean that God lets you get that out your system. Because in 2024, he's about to appear to you and say, you are highly favored. And I am with you. For all of us that did some stupid stuff over the last 12 months, I want you to release a praise right there. Yep. And I rebuke discouragement. And I rebuke the devil trying to use that against you as a weapon. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. You may have done everything they said you did, but you are not who they say you are. You who are highly favored, the Lord is with you. Why is he telling her that? Because you've wondered over the last 12 months, are you really with me? Here's why. Because look at what's been going wrong. Are you really with me? Because when I look at everything that's been going wrong, I'm not certain. And I believe you're there. I, I trust that you're there. But the truth is, God, I've had to trust you without being able to trace you. So what does the angel say? Gabriel says, by the way, Gabriel means man of God. Gabriel says to her, Gabriel says to her, Gabriel says to her, you who are highly favored, the Lord is with you. Even though I made all these mistakes, yep. Even though you failed, yep. Even though you doubted, yep. Even though you were around some folk you had no business being around, yep. 
even though you started doubting in your head and you never said it out of your mouth, but the Holy Ghost read your thoughts. Yep. Ready? Verse 31. You will conceive and give birth to a son. Watch me. And you will give him the name Jesus. Now, what does she desire? A child. But watch me. Watch what he gives her. Verse 33. His kingdom will never end. You missed it. You already missed it. She wanted a what? A child. She wasn't specific to a son or a daughter. But in Hebrew culture, watch me, every man wanted a son because that would be his inheritance. That would be who would carry his name, a namesake for. So God did more. But baby, you asked for a child. I'm going to, watch me, not just give you a child. You're about to birth God. Y'all ain't shouting, so I'm going to talk over here with a shout is out. You ready? In other words, God says, I'm about to do more than what you asked for. Because I needed you to get that rebellion out of your system. I needed you to get that bitterness out of your system. Because I'm about to do more. Shout more. Look at verse 38. Mary responds, I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. Wait a minute. What about all this rebellion? What about all this, what about all this bitterness? Mary's like, uh-uh, I'm done with that. She said, for God, I live. Now, those of you who grew up old school, church, for God, I die. You ain't going to die. I rebuke premature death. It ain't for God I live and for God I die. For God I live and for God I live better. You ready? I am the Lord's servant. And I need some of you to hear me before this year is out. You have to start serving at the top of 2024 so you qualify for more. I put it in the message with the QR code on the screen. Because this only, watch me, this only, what I'm about to preach, only applies, watch me, to those that can say, I am the Lord's servant. And I pray God lock a servant's heart in you. I pray that God lock a servant's heart in you. What does that mean? God, whatever gifts, talents, skills, and abilities I have, they are yours. And I will use them to change the lives of other people. I will not require a check for everything that I do. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. Because my serving is what makes me great. My serving is what increases me. Can you open your mouth and say, Lord, lock a servant's heart in me. Lock a servant's Some of you need to serve because this, this, this only applies to serving. But let's go to the next part. Just may it happen to me. According to your word. What does she essentially give the angel? A yes. Everybody shout yes. yes. Say it again. Shout yes. yes. Verse 39. Watch me. Because I'm getting into your 2024. I needed to explain the last 12 months. Here's your 2024. Mary got ready. And she hurried. And I need you to hear me. You cannot procrastinate. In 2024. You cannot. Watch me. You can't even procrastinate once this message is over. Mary got ready and she did what? And she hurried. Hear me. Your 2024 is going to unfold very fast. You know how you have some times in your life where it's just like, oh my God, what is that? Uh-uh. 2024 is not going to be like that. That's why 23 had to get you ready so that when you got to 24, you wouldn't have to get ready because you showed up ready. Mary got ready and she hurried. Say she hurried. So you're going to have to hurry and apply. You're going to have to hurry and say yes. You're going to have to hurry and make the change. You're going to have to hurry and go look at it. You're going to have to hurry and go do it. Here's what Mary went. This is your first three months. Let me introduce you to your first three months of 2024. Luke 156. Mary, she goes to her relative Elizabeth's house. And she stays there for three months. When she gets there, when she gets there, when she gets there, um, she's, you're going to be um, Elizabeth. Um, but uh, let's call you, uh, give me a male Elizabeth name. Um, Ed. 
Eli, Eli. Go with Eli, right? Eli. You Eli, I'm going to be Mark, Marty. Mario. Yeah, that's my Puerto Rican. Yeah. All right. Are you ready? Okay. So Eli, Mario. You ready? Elizabeth, Mary. Look at me. The moment she got the announcement. You ready? You ready? Okay. Can I ask you if you're ready? You got to respond. Y'all look at me like. Okay. 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 The moment she got the announcement that God was going to do more for her. You're not just going to have a child. You're going to have a son. You're not just going to have a son. Your son is going to be God. You're going to do what no one else has ever done and no one else will ever be able to do. This is why it's been so difficult for you, Mary. This is, this is why you got bitter and this is why you got rebellious and this is why your struggle was so difficult. And it was more difficult than all of your other girlfriends and all your other friends. Yours was more difficult than everybody else's because you're about to produce what they'll never be able to produce. Stop comparing yourself to who can't carry what you carry. Stop comparing yourself to who can't handle what you can handle. So Mary, what's me? Mario... And Eli. So the Bible says that, 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 that Eli has already been pregnant with who we call John the Baptizer. Okay, John the Baptist doesn't mean he was Baptist by denomination. It's a Hebrew word, mikvah, which means he was a baptizer. You ready? You ready? Yeah. All right, let's go. So, so, so she, watch me, she's already pregnant with what's preparing the way for him. God sends Mary to get around Elizabeth. And the moment they get in the room, the Bible says the baby starts kicking. Because I got around what I was created for. I got around what I was built for. I got around what I was made for. And I'm here to tell some of y'all in these next few days, you're about to get around something that's going to make your baby start to kick. You're going to get around something that's going to make you say, wait a minute, there's more life for me. There's something greater I got to do. But it gets better. Say it gets better. Bible says that God, look at me, God sends her away from her home, from her norm, from her regular, from what she was used to, from what she came from. And he said, I need you to stay with Elizabeth for three months. Elizabeth's name, if you don't shout, I'll shout, and my online family is shouting. And I got three people behind me that will shout. And you too. That whole front row on this right side is on fire. Ready? For three months, God says, I'm going to give you abundance. Your January, your February, and your March, your first quarter are about to be Elizabeth months. You will experience unusual supernatural abundance. And this is bigger than money. You about to have joy. You ain't going to need no alarm clock to wake you up. Purpose is about to wake you up. Assignment is about to wake you up. Lift your hands, open your mouth, shout abundance. Look at me. Look at me. God had to send her around. Somebody that was carrying something. This explains. Look at me. This explains. Why many times over the last 12 months, you have felt like it was just you? This is why many times over the last 12 months, you've, you've felt like it's, it's just you? And the reason you felt that, look at me, the reason you felt that is because God doesn't trust Mary with just anybody. He only trusted Mary around in Elizabeth. 
So let me explain every person that ghosted you. They were in abundance. They were declared. Let me explain every person that walked out on you. Watch me. They were not in Elizabeth. Let me explain every person that didn't respond to you. They were not Elizabeth. Let me. Y'all not going to say that to me? I need you to thank God for everything that didn't connect over the last 12 months. That didn't work over the last 12 months. For every relationship that didn't work over the last 12 months. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months. Thank you. For about three months. Say three months. These next three months, lift your hands. These next three months, you are going to experience unusual, supernatural abundance. You're not going to wait to the end to get it this year. God says at the top of this year, at the top, at the top of this year, at the top of this year, at the top of this year. At the top of this year, somebody to my right, let me prophesy. Somebody to my right, God says, I intentionally didn't let it happen in 23 because on Tuesday, check your account, it'll be there. I need you to open your mouth, I need you to release a praise. Like at the top of this year, it's about to be up. Somebody in the middle section, you went from no offers to you're about to have multiple offers to consider. You're going to be able to pick what you want, how you want, when you want, where you want, the way you want. Because God says in 2023, you need to be freed up because purpose is about to sin for you. You still here? You ready? So in 2024, God is about to do more. You got it? Now, let me get you there and I'm done. He's the God of more. Say the God of more. Now, now, for some of you, if you grew up in very restrictive and very um, uh, anti-biblical, extra-biblical, extra-textual environments, you were never taught that our God is the God of more. You were taught a God where they were always, watch me, just hoping to get through, hoping to get out, hoping to do something, hoping to make a way. And, and consequently, here's why. It's because the gospel that was handed to many people was the gospel of slaves that were just excited to no longer be enslaved. But they never, watch me, it's one thing to exit Egypt. It's another thing to take possession of the promise. And watch me, in 2024, it's not just about your exodus out of. It's about what you're about to walk I need you to make sure you're next to somebody that's about to walk into something. If they don't respond, that's okay. We don't have time for them. They, they, we just got to lead them in 2023. I told several people this week because I, I had to give some terminations to people this week and just let them know, I'm going to leave you where I found you, which was in 2023. So if they don't want to get excited with you, that's okay. Just leave them where you found them in 2023. But please touch somebody close to you and say, he's about to do more. If you're not excited about that, that's totally fine. Let me leave your behind where I found you. I ain't got time to be getting somebody on fire. I need you to show up, and when you show up, you got a fire. When I show up, we got a fire. When we get together, it's just... He's the God of more. Ephesians 3.20. Now unto him who was able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly more than all we ask, dare, or think infinitely beyond our greatest prayers. Go to the next one. Our greatest prayers... Our greatest prayers, our hopes or dreams, super abundantly. This means God says, I need you to give me something to work with. I need you to give me a basement. 
But you, watch me. But your ceiling is my basement, God says. And it's going to be beyond. Go to the previous part. It's going to be beyond. Let's go. It's going to be beyond your greatest prayers. Beyond what you dare ask. That means to pray or to think. Say, it'll be beyond that. Which means, look at me, your expectation has got to be that it won't look like what I thought it would look like. Go to the next part of the verse. It won't look like what I thought it was going to look like. See, if it's going to be more, then I got to stop putting God in the box of, but I just didn't think it was going to look like that. No, it's supposed to be more. So if it's more, look at me, if it's more, then it's not going to look like what you thought it was going to look like. If it's more, look at me, it's not going to feel like what you thought it would feel like. It's easy when you go to the gym and you look at people who got the gym and, and they got all them weights on. You're like, oh, I, I want to get to that. But do you not understand that weight of more means you got to have a strength to handle that. So it's not going to look like what you thought it was going to look like. What if the way you thought it was going to look is making you miss how good it really is? You ready? He says, according to or equal to his power that is at work within us. What does this mean? God says, my more is attached to your yes. Yeah. Yeah. So when you stop saying yes, I stop saying more. When you, when you, when you stop saying yes, I stop saying more. When, when you, watch me, look at me. If it's more, this means you won't be comfortable. In fact, you will often feel nervous. Okay, y'all ain't gonna talk? I just don't feel comfortable. That's because this is more. So you may feel nervous. I need you to get over it. You may feel insecure. I need you to get over it. You may feel like, I can't do this. I need you to get over it. You may have other people who don't have more trying to tell you why you should give up your more so you can have a less. But I'm not giving up what I got. I fought through too much. I cried too many tears. I've sown too much. I've been through too much. I wish I would come this far to only get baseline. I wish I would have overcome death to only get baseline. I wish you would have made it through that shooting to only get baseline. His more is attached to your yes. Say his more is attached to my yes. I'm almost done. So check this out. What happens in you determine what happens around you. So God says, if I don't get a more from you, there's not going to be more around you. Okay, which means, look at me, yes is a daily thing. Okay, because you're going to have moments you don't want to forgive. <laughs> but his yes says, if I don't forgive you, I got to carry your behind everywhere I go. And here's what's crazy. They out finna have a good time. And you carrying what they did to you. This is why on the last day of this year, I need you to let go of all hurt, all bitterness, all pain, and all unforgiveness. I don't care who hurt you, how they hurt you, when they hurt you, where they hurt you. You have got to let it go. That's a yes. I have to say yes. Yes to what? Yes to his word. And when I say yes to his word, I'm saying yes to his will. When I say yes to his will, I'm saying yes to his way. There's going to be some days, watch me. Where, where your situation is going to try to tell you, you don't really need to do all that worshiping and shouting. How, how many, be honest with me, be honest with me. You ever had a day where like, you were like, I don't want to worship today. I don't want to praise today. Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like God, I worship when you do something about this. 
And God says, well, I ain't doing nothing about that until you give me what. You ready? But I give him a yes. I give him a yes. There's going to be days where you're going you're to look at your spouse and you're going to say, you know what? Listen. You ready? But you give him a yes. There's going to be some days. Watch me. There's going to be some days you don't want to do what you know to do that's right. But you have to give him a yes. Because what's on the other side of your yes? More. So when your yes stops, his more stops. Can I just get you? I know this is old school. But I did it this morning in Denver. I need to do it tonight. Can I just get you to just tell him, say, yes, Lord. Tell him, say, yes, Lord. Now let's go old school. Clap your hands and tell him, yes, Lord. 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 When I don't feel like it, yes, Lord. When I don't want to, yes, Lord. When I want to do crazy, yes, Lord. When I do want to do it my own way, yes, Lord. When I don't want to do right, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. You so said, why do you have us clap? Because the Bible says that men shall clap their hands and you'll hiss the enemy out of his place. And sometimes the reason it's difficult for you to give God a yes is because it's very difficult to give a yes when you got a no in your face. Say, he's the God of more. So three things, three things, three things. This is your 2024. We're declaring the beginning of the year before the ending of the year. Say, this is my 2024. Number one, he's going to do more through you. Genesis 12 and 3. Let's go. Genesis 12 and 3. Let's go. It says this. It says, I will bless those who bless you. And whoever curses you, I will curse. And all the peoples on the earth will be blessed. Read it. Through you. Look at me. Your life is about to bless more people in 2024 than you've ever done before. He's going to work through you. Oh my God. He's going to work through you. This is why everywhere you go, you got to look like I'm on assignment. At the Publix, you're on assignment. At the Kroger, you're on assignment. They still have a few Piggly Wigglies down here. You're on assignment. At the Target, you're on assignment. At the Waffle House, you're on assignment. Wherever you go, you're on assignment. Because God says, I'm about to bless somebody through you. Which means, watch me, you're about to be the answer to somebody else's problem. And when you so being the answer to somebody else's problem, I'm going to send you the answer to your own problem. Please, Atlanta and online, open up your mouth and say, do more through me. Your life, your life is about to bless more people. He says, I will be a blessing through you, which means you're going to show up and see some problems. And God says, you solve it. You're going to show up and see some issues. And God says, you do something about it. You're going to show up and see some stuff and God's going to say, you do something about it. Here's the last two. Next, he's going to do more for you. Let's go. He's going to do more for you. First John 5, 15. And since we know that he hears us when we make our requests, we also know that he will give us what we ask for. Which means God says, this is a year I want to do something for you. Look at me. You've done so much for so many of us. God says in 2023, I want to do something for you. Y'all don't know when to worship, so I'll teach you. This is when you do it. This is when you do it. God says, watch me. I don't just want to do more through you. I want to do more for you. Which means God says for some of you, here's what your life has been. 
is that you only do for you when people do you dirty that pushes you to do something for yourself. God says, in fact, for some of you, you, you even feel wrong or bad or like, I don't need all of that. God says, I know you don't need it. I don't want to just give you what you need. I'm in Ephesians 3.20. I'm the God of more. So while you're telling me you don't need it, I know you don't need it, but I'm your daddy. I want to give it to you. I know you don't need it, but, but you've been so faithful to me. I want to give it to you. I, I know that you don't even desire it. I know you're good, but I want to do it for you. Open your mouth. Say, he's about to do it for me. Here's the last one, and this is the biggest shout. This is the biggest shout. He's going to do more in you. He's going to do more in you. He's going to do more in you. If you saw this morning's message, you'll notice that right through here, that's when that thing took a whole turn. It took a whole turn. It took a whole turn. Right, so let me show you this in the back end. Chapter 1, verse 5. The Lord replied, look and be amazed. In other words, in other words, in other words, I, I need you to be okay with this. God says, look at, look, look at this. Because this is going to amaze you. Okay, I'll say it again. This is going to amaze you. This is going to amaze you. Amaze. In other words, I'm going to look at this and, and let's just break the word down in a way that you wouldn't typically or commonly think of it. Amaze. I'm going to look at this and try to go through the maze of how it happened in my mind. But when I look at it, I can't even figure out how I got to this. I don't even know how I got through this maze. All I can tell you is this is amazing. Here's your shout, man, and I need you to make sure you know when to shout. Why you do all that shouting in church? Why you do all that shout? Because the Bible says that your praise is a weapon. They sang it. It's a weapon, which means, watch me, praise does two things. One, it fights what's ahead of me, but two, it announces victory that's ahead of me, too. My shout ain't just fighting something off. My shout is announcing that I've already won. And before I get to 12 months from now, I'm telling you, this is about to be my best year ever. Before 12 months from now, I'm telling you, God's about to do more. I had to deal with a lot of mess, but he's about to do more. I had to deal with a lot of drama, but he's about to do more. I'm so glad you didn't quit. I'm so glad you didn't commit suicide. I'm so glad you didn't throw him the towel. He's about to do. Let's go. Look. In other words, in other words, sometimes, look at me, sometimes we have to celebrate with nothing to look at. Have you ever had to celebrate and you're like, you know what, I didn't get that, but I got a good lesson. That's good. That's, and that's a good thing. But that ain't what this verse says. This verse says, you're about to have something to show. You ain't just going to tell them how good he is. They're going to look at your life and say, Tao go. It looks like the Lord did more. The Lord replied, look. Look. Look at what? I'm looking at your calendar, and it's completely full. Look, 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 look. 
I, I'm looking at your cash and it, and it looks like you've been stacking. And, and what's crazy is you make the same amount of money you did before, but now this time you get, okay, y'all ain't gonna say nothing. Uh, wait a minute, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. What are all these files you got? Because these are goals and, and, and it looks like, watch me, it looks like you decided, decided you were gonna be debt free, that happened. It looked like you got a passport because you're about to be traveling, that happened. Looked like there was an inheritance, you got that. Looked like there was some grants, you got that. Looked like there was a doctor's report that's now in your favor. It looks like your yes made heaven give you a yes. More. Say more. Now, now that's not the best part of the verse. I'm done. But I am doing something. This is God talking. In your own day. Many Christians get excited about the afterlife, but they've never lived life. You excited about going to heaven? You ain't even lived on earth. Wouldn't it be a cruel rebuke if he sent you back and said, you didn't do enough to qualify to come up yet? Go on back down there. Unpack your bags. Who knows me because of you? What did you take over? What did you run? What did you reverse? What did you make the enemy have to give up? What curses did you break? Don't come up here and they ain't got nothing to show. Ready? I am doing something in your own day, which means I'm not dying to get over there to see this. I'm not dying to get over there to see this. We're going to walk on streets of gold. No, you're going to have some gold yourself. Won't be no crying over there. No, you ain't finna cry over that this year. Uh-uh. I cried my last tear over that last year. I may cry some new tears, but I ain't crying the same tears. I'm doing something in your own day. Say, in my own day. I want you to read this next part, and you just respond however it hits you. If it, if it hits you in a very intellectual way, and, and you like to just look at the pedagogy of the Holy Writ and the sacred scripture, you just sit there and just say, my God. I tell you, what an amazing sermon that the bishop is delivering. G. Willikers. But me, I'm not going to respond that way. Born in Denver, raised in South Memphis. We respond a little different. I am doing something in your own day. Say, in 2024. In 2024. Now you read it, and however it hits you, you respond. It's on you. It's on you. Totally on you. Something you wouldn't believe, even if somebody told you about it. Your phone's about to ring, and you're going to be like, say what now? What? What? You've been getting that same doctor's report, but in 2024, it's about to reverse. Say what now? What you say? Look at three people say, what you say? What you say? What you say? This is your Bible. This is your Bible. Something you wouldn't even believe if somebody walked up to you and said, this is what's going to happen. This is what's happening. In 2023, and in these interest services, I've made reference to this. And this morning in Denver, I made reference to this. And this thing hit me in a way that it, it, it just, it just, it was, it was so perplexing. Um, not in a negative way, 
been an amazing because I said, God, 2023 has been a record-breaking year. I said, this has truly been a year of jubilee. But I said, this year, Lord, put a guard on my mouth. This year has been a trick. This year has, has been, is there anybody besides me where it's been a great year? But there were some days in this year you was like if one more and I said God help me to understand this and it wasn't until I was preaching the morning service in Denver and he said son he said you talked the butterfly but you, you missed the numbers he said, you talked the butterfly but you missed the numbers a butterfly represents evolution more it starts out as small as a sesame seed on a sesame seed bun. Stage two, it grows to 100 times its size. It looks like this. It's a caterpillar. This is, what, this is what you're used to. This is what we're used to. And then in stage three, something crazy happens. After all that progress, a chrysalis forms around the butterfly. Look at me. It can't control it. Nature controls it. Which means there's something in the atmosphere that senses. There's something in the spirit that senses that this is the time for you to be hidden. This is the time for you. So, so, so the butterfly it forms this chrysalis. Say chrysalis. Forms this chrysalis, which is a cocoon. And it literally goes into hiding. It's buried underground. Watch me. Well, how does it get underground? Look at me. The butterfly has to burrow itself into ground. Which means there's something in the butterfly that, watch me, that recognizes that I have to detach. And I can't even figure out why I just want to be by myself, but I just want to be by my... You driving down the street just to clear your head and you you just using gas up and you trying to figure out what am I doing? You just sitting at the house just with silence. You tr- am I talking to anybody? So look, so the butterfly, it's buried underground or it's hidden behind the leaf. Say stage three. You missed it too, so you'll catch it in a second. You missed it too. In stage three, it's buried. And watch me, something crazy begins to happen. Something crazy begins to happen. Say something crazy happens. Because it's the best stage of the butterfly's life. But it's also the worst stage of the butterfly's life. It's a beautiful stage in the butterfly's life. But it's also a brutal stage in the butterfly's life. So we can make a compound word and call it brutal. Look at somebody say, this year has been brutal. 
It's been some beautiful moments, but it's been some brutal moments too. It was some moments where I came out swinging, and it was some moments where I was in the corner saying, God, get me out of here. There were some moments where I said, I felt like David, and I'm taking Goliath down, and there were some moments where I felt like he let every one of my Goliaths win and laugh in my face. There were some moments I felt up. There were some moments I felt down. There were some moments I said, God is with me, and there was a moment I said, why have you left me and forsaken me? Say stage three. You still missed it. That's okay. That's okay. Look at it. Look at it. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm good. I'm doing good too. We good. I'm done. I'm done. You ready? So here we go. The butterfly is buried underground or behind the leaf. Hidden. Say hidden. Which means after all that progress in stage two, now can't nobody find me. Let me explain 23. What you wanted couldn't find you. And what you wanted you couldn't find. Because I'm not the only one in 23 that said this can't be this hard. Okay, I must be the only one. This can't be this difficult. This can't be this hard. You can't tell me it take God this long. You can't tell me I ain't been able to find the building. Y'all, you can't tell me. This is not that hard. Unless you are in stage three. Because when you're in stage three, what you want can't find you. And what you're looking for, you can't find. What's happening in stage three? Behind that curtain back there, the butterfly is developing some things. Watch me. It didn't have in stage two. Because in stage two, it crawled on the ground. But in stage four, it's about to take off and... In stage two, its face was looking down. But in stage four, it's going to be above what it used to be. In stage two, it moves only a few inches every minute. But in stage four, watch me, a butterfly goes 30 miles per hour. That's faster than some people in Denver drive. Go, they go. Look at me. 23. You'll catch it. Say stage three. Talk. Say stage three. Say it again. Say stage three. Stage three. Stage three. It's developing something that it didn't need before. But because when it goes to stage four, it needs more. Didn't have wings. Didn't have certain 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 organs. Didn't have certain things because I didn't need that before. But now I needed, watch me, I needed to develop some things. And watch me, everybody look at me, everybody look at me. God is so good to you. He's so good to us. He lets you develop, watch me, and nobody got to see the rough moments in your development because he covered you. 
Nobody saw your breakdown because he covered you. I preach my own self happy. Nobody saw you with the towel ready to throw it in because he covered you. Is there anybody in the building or online beside me where he covered you over these last 12 months? covered you. Say stage three. Then something happens. Whenever the atmosphere, who controls the atmosphere? God. Whenever, so then this is spiritual then, right? Because God is spirit. So something in the atmosphere says stage three is over. But you just don't come out of stage three. You struggle out of stage three. So while it was been in this chrysalis, watch me, it begins to fight its way out of what it was comfortable in. It begins to fight its way. And every time it pushes, it gets pushed back. And I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, there's been so much resistance in 2023. I said, he said, look at me. He said, well, here's why you couldn't do anything about it. It's because all of your resistance, I ordered it. Because it wasn't punishment. It was preparation. Because if you don't struggle out of this cocoon, your wings are not going to work. If you don't struggle out of this cocoon, well, watch me, you're not going to have the strength necessary for more. Because while I'm going to do more, here's what I need you to know. More has weight to it. If I'm going to do more, this has a weight that you couldn't carry in stage two. I needed you to get over people's little stinking opinions about you. Because what I'm about to take you, there's going to be a whole lot of people that's going to have a whole lot to say. And I need you to learn how to ignore the comments. I need you to learn how to ignore people who ain't paying for nothing. Because they always the loudest and ain't helping nobody do nothing. I think you should do this. Try to check and then I'll hear what you got to say. Ready? There's a weight. There's a weight. There's a weight. There's a weight. So I made you wait. There's a wait. And this is why you couldn't fast it away. You couldn't pray it away. You ready? You couldn't even sew it away. Because I ordered this. Until something happens in the atmosphere. We're done. That says stage three is over. And stage four is ready to begin. It struggles out of stage three and emerges out of the cocoon. Then all of a sudden, what's me? I've been here the whole time. <laughs> I've been here the whole time. What's me? What's me? But all of a sudden, what you saw in stage three is about to have a metamorphosis. Because you thought this is all I was. You thought this was all I could do. You thought this is all I had. You thought that was the height of my life. But God's about to do. God's about to do. 
because the butterfly. It emerges. I mean, it was there. You missed your shot. This, this, is, we, we, this is it. It's 808. I need you to get your shot. We got to go. You ready? You've been in the year 2020. I need you to touch your neighbor. I need you to make sure they're on the bus with the rest of us. We just touch your neighbor. Say, stage three is just about over. Say, in stage four, we are about to take off. Come on, I need you to go find two more people. Find the most exciting people around you. Please follow my instructions. Go touch them and say stage three is just about over. And stage four is about to begin. You struggled, but you made it. You had to fight, but you made it. You had to go through, but you made it. But you made it. And in four hours, come on here. You are about to hit stage. Don't wait until the ballot is over. I need somebody to shout now. Shout now. Everybody stand. 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 In the building, in the in the building and online. Look at me. Say stage three is over. Now, here's what I like about God. The Bible says we can call things to be not. So, technically, it's supposed to begin in four hours. I'm just deciding. I want a head start. So, I'm not waiting until the clock strikes midnight. I just need to know where my fire's at in the building, where my fire's at online. I ain't waiting until midnight. Baby, I'm about to give God some glory right here and right now. I need you to get on your feet and just put a pre-stage four dance in the atmosphere. Come on in the building, ain't no line. Come on, Atlanta. your hands. Open your mouth. Say stage three is over. I wish I had a runner in the building. I wish y'all would pick up the spirit of Denver. I wish I had a runner. I wish I had somebody to do that my praise shifts things. I wish I had somebody that would shout. I wish I had somebody that believed the word of God. I'm declaring the beginning of the thing before the end of the thing. I... 
Shaya, Lift your hands. I want you to prophesy with your body. Say, I'm, I'm breaking out. Say it. I'm breaking out of stage three. I want you for a second, just close your eyes with me. I want you to think back on everything that this year has been. It's been brutal. It's been beautiful. It was win or win, even if it felt like a loss. I want you to think about who started this year. Look at me. Or, or, don't look at me because your eyes are closed. But just listen to me. <laughs> I want you to think about who started the year and who didn't finish it with you. I don't want you to be mad at them. They fulfilled their assignment. I don't want you to be upset. But I also don't want you to let them back in 24. Think back over every heartache. Think back over every pain. Think back over every frustration. Just make this declaration say, I made it. Put that verse up in the back there. I'll read it to you. Just keep your eyes closed for just a second. I'll read it to you. You put it up for me, I'll be able to read it. Okay? Back in chapter 1. It says, the Lord replied, look and be amazed. For I am doing something in your own day. Something you wouldn't believe. Even if somebody came and ran and told you about it. You waited this thing is going to have some weight on it. Your name's about to be brought up. Favor's about to find you. Stay right where you were. Opportunity's about to open for you. There's some doors in 24 that you couldn't find and they couldn't find you. It's going to be instantaneous when you step into 2024. I heard the Lord say it's going to be like an automatic door where you walk up to it you don't even have to knock. It senses you're there and it opens for you. I want you to think back. Everything that made you cry. Everything that made you frustrated. Everything that made you angry. I just need you to make this declaration. Say, I made it. Say, I'm still here. Say, but I'm better. Stage three is over. Say it with authority. Stage three is over. Say it again. Say, stage three is over. Stage four is beginning. 2024 is my year of more. More in me. More through me. More for me. I'm ready. With your heads bowed and eyes closed, if you're in this building, you're not a Christian. Today's your day. Secondly, if you're giving your life to the Lord, you've not been faithful to him. Today's your day to come back to him. And thirdly, if you're like Christian Mormon, I don't know where things stand with the Lord, but I want to be sure. Wherever you're at, on the count of three, in this building or online, you're going to slip your hand up or do the hand wavy emoji. If that's you, no guilt, no condemnation, no shame. God loves you, and he loves you with an unconditional love. Wherever you're at, one, this is your moment. Don't miss it. On this last day of this year, 
I need you to make sure things are right with God. One, two, three, wherever you're at, slip that hand up in this building. Online, you do that hand with the emoji, or you say it's me. Church, we are a church that celebrates when people come to the Lord. I need you to celebrate. Everybody, everybody, pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. If I fall or if I fail, give me the grace to get right back up again. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen.